The following song was made by today's guest, Aiden Newell. It is now the official intro song of Sam Jefferson Radio. We'll be back with the podcast after this. Sam J Radio, 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 Sam J Jefferson Radio, Sam J Radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sunday Turnaround. I'm your host, Sam Jefferson. Today, I'm here with one of my best friends. I'm very excited for you guys to meet this lovely man. He uh, he was a 20, 2011 Mill Valley Little League honorable mention with me. <laughs> uh, so we, we've known each other for quite some time. A very talented musician, somebody I look up to, Aiden Newell, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. We were we were robbed from our all-star spots. We could have met earlier. We should have met yeah. each other in fourth grade, man. We would have been tearing it up, dude. I know. I wanted that hat so bad with the M and the V <laughs> yeah. and the star because it just yeah, means you're cool. Dude. That's status. And every that's elementary school status. Oh, boy. that's all. That's almost as good as being really fast. Right. <laughs> I I know you weren't fast, and no, I also I was, was not, not fast. fast. I was not fast. That would have given me real elementary yeah. school clout. Would have been sweet. I know. Maybe I'll try and buy one. I'll try and find one. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would still yeah. rock it. And, and just lie and just be like, <laughs> I was an all star. I was an alternate. I didn't really play many games, but yeah, I got injured. I I broke my yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to sub me out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm very excited to chat with you today me and Aiden are going to sort of be reflecting on sports and music I've got some some questions laid out to get get down to why why we do music why we do sports and the differences between them but before we get into all that I was trying to think of a good way to sort of warm us up here on the podcast and uh, we've recently played some Mario Party together so I was thinking of the rivalry between Mario and Luigi and how to differentiate them outside of the game. So I wanted to ask you some questions about the two characters. And my first one okay. is if you had to choose, right. like Mario or Luigi is going to cook you a nice like Sunday supper, like a Ooh. good meal. Like who do you think is going to be the better chef, Mario or Luigi? Like Luigi will be the better chef because... They're both all around characters. So you're gonna get a you're not gonna get a meal that's really amazing in one area and terrible in another. It's going right. to be very just medium everywhere. But I feel like Luigi has more flair. Mario's yeah. two overall, just you'll just be getting like sweaty meatballs. But Luigi might do something extra. You might do like Alfredo. I don't know. Yeah. They'll throw some Parmesan on the spaghetti. And exactly. Balls, it's that know? little extra that, that little extra. Mario doesn't, doesn't, he doesn't put that in that work. No, you're Luigi, right. Luigi tries extra hard. You know, he has to work to get under the cover of those games. It's Mario's name. He's only got one game, the Luigi's Mansion. He, Luigi's only <laughs> game is him stuck in a house with ghosts all around and he's, yeah, he's scared. He's got one game. He's petrified. Yeah. No, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> what about uh, you? Uh, you know, honestly, I think I'll go with Luigi as well. I think I would go with Luigi as well, just because I feel like Luigi is also a goofier guy. I could have a good conversation yeah. with Luigi. Mario might Mario's be a too normal. straight face. Yeah, okay. it's just not. We'll see. Based on that description, I might know your answer for the next one, but I'm excited regardless. So Mario or Luigi, who do you think is the better kisser? Yo, okay. 
you could go Luigi with this one again. I feel like Luigi right. has game, but you can't deny that Mario also has game because he yeah. kept going to save Pete every time. He kept going. So maybe, but maybe that indicates more that Peach has game. Peach might more so than Mario. Game. Maybe Mario is just like nobody else wants Mario. He can't get any other girl. Mario's got other no than game. the princess. Oh yeah, it's true. But that is be. princess. Is Daisy a princess? Oh, Daisy is a princess. He could, but could he get Daisy? Yo, he, I don't know. Maybe it is his name on the cover of the games. I mean, he's the star, right? Luigi's taller than him too. Not that that matters, dude. No, that's I don't know. Yeah, that might be worse <laughs> for kissing. Honestly, if you're like, because. If one person's yeah. way taller than the other, it makes it more difficult. Right. He's got to bend over. But I feel like Luigi has game. Uh-huh. He's yes, got Luigi. something in him. He's got that he's got the he's got that dog. Oh, okay. So would you go Luigi for a kiss? I'm kissing Luigi. Okay, I want to nice. kiss Luigi. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, no, I dude, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I've been a fan for so long, but I, I think I'd kiss Mario. I think I'd smooch Mario on the lips. He'd, he'd go and save Peach, and I would appear out of yeah. the cage instead. <laughs> I would be brought down. Yeah, dude. Go, you hey! got to dress. You got to get in get Princess dress. Peach's dress and then oh, gosh, hide in the castle, and he'll come save you. But <laughs> he went all that way, so he's not getting. He's not going away without a smooch. No, he's not. He he went through Does eight Luigi different worlds. Also... Eight. <laughs> Does Luigi also have a mustache? Yeah, 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 yeah. He does. Okay, he they does, both. Does. Okay. Yeah. I hope we get. I hope we get a chance to do this. I would like to kiss one of them. I used to have. I had a dream one time that I was like the third Mario brother, when I was a younger. When I was, it was like last that's week. Sick. No, um, <laughs> that's an week. awesome dream. It was dude. so sick. It was a really sad wake up. It was like one of those dreams that are so good you don't want to wake up. It was. It was around when I played Mar- Super Mario Galaxy for the first time. So it was probably in second or third grade. And I dreamed that I was like the orange version. Orange version. The, the orange. I was just going to ask you what color you were. Right. I think orange is. Wait, isn't Wario's? Is he orange or is he uh-huh. yellow? Okay, I have one last one for you. All right, let's for do Mario it. Mario and Luigi. Who is more likely to get a DUI? <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. I feel like Mario has kind of a dark side because he because he's the star, I feel like he has a big ego and he's out there, you know, the new game comes out and he's doing great. He's in his video game wreck at Ralph World and he's just partying all the time. And, you know, one night comes around, and he's like, Get off me. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm driving. <laughs> but Luigi, I feel like, is very just. I'm Luigi. <laughs> and he's just so even keel. Like he doesn't do anything crazy. But but he he's still suave though with the ladies. And he, yeah, no, of course. I think I'm Luigi. How are you doing? I'm Luigi. But he's healthy. I feel like Luigi's really healthy, and Mario might be kind yeah. of yeah. I think Mario would have a much worse midlife crisis than Luigi. Oh, like sure. Luigi could rebound in a month or two, but Mario, that's like a prolonged four or five years. Oh, get into sure. th- get into get into rehab. Uh, yeah, oh, that would. What be. do you think? So you know how like there's like the midlife crisis, like people buy a car or or they dye their hair or something, right? right? What do you think? Mario and Luigi's midlife crisis oh. <laughs> action is to try to feel younger. Oh man. I think Mario is definitely like a 54 year old man who mm-hmm. just suddenly he gets divorced by peach because he just hasn't been a great husband. Wait, I'm Mario. Thinking. Okay. Mario marries peach. Mario marries peach. I think that happens and they're happy okay. for a little while, but then yeah. differences start to come up. Mario starts coming home later and later, uh-huh, uh-huh. And later and peach is One, thinking well, what's going on with mr yeah. mario here and he's and been we'll, out he's been off yeah. with daisy on the low right on with daisy yeah, yeah exactly and then he gets <laughs> caught and i think i just see him hanging out at a skate park with like shades on 
and trying to skate with like middle schoolers and high schoolers and be like, Hey, watch, watch this trick, man. I don't know why that's my Mario voice. Watch this trick, man. I'm going to do, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, watch this. It's so cool. What do you mean? But you know, maybe he's liked by the middle schoolers and high schoolers, but then no, he like goes and cries after. I think he cries a lot. Do you think um, he's like a spoon man? I know when he starts buying convince- other people things to like him. Oh yeah, he starts using that wealth. Like mm-hmm. he starts totally he really wants the to be cool, so he spends money on like cars for high schoolers. He's buying yeah, he's got cars. so much gold coins he from buys, all those worlds that he comes right. He buys a content house, I bet, to have all the oh kids from God. the skate park move in with him. They have their own skate park now. They hang out and record <laughs> skate park videos together to upload yes. to their group, like media channel, Mario's yeah. Brothers. The and Super they do Mario like Brothers. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and every one of their YouTube videos is like really fast paced. Like, what's up, guys? What's- <laughs> Today we're going to be doing a sweet new trick. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> It's a me, it's a me. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. What's up, guys? Oh, it's a, it's a me, a Mario. Mario. Today we're going to be doing a sweet tutorial. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's dude. I think this is a better script than whatever they've made for the Mario movie. Yeah, this oh is what God. I There's actually want to movie. Oh, Don't give me some BS take of the same story of going to save dude, Peach and having wait, to defeat the- Bowser. What's their voice gonna be? Are it's they gonna Chris be Pratt. Like it's Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt does Mario, and he just sounds American. So like, he sounds like a normal Ooh, dude. Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> Wait, does he talk like that it, though? Yeah, that's how he talks. But it like oh. it should be more Italian. I feel like because everybody else is For pretty sure. Italian. But it's not Sounding. a real Italian accent. It's an American doing, or I guess it's a Japanese guy. But doing oh, an Italian accent. I it's think, like a I don't know who voices Italian Mario. Accent. Isn't it? Is it a Japanese guy? Yeah, maybe. Well, I'm assuming because Nintendo's right. Nintendo company. Japanese makes sense. But I always thought that it was like not an Italian guy just doing like a funny kind of caricature Italian accent. Right. Yeah. It's a me, a Mario. Yeah. Like the voice is such a big part too. Yeah. Okay, I'll throw I'll throw Luigi's. A uh, big midlife crisis. To okay, you, I'm then. ready. What yeah, do you I'm think? ready. Um, I think was Luigi older or younger? Oh, good question. I think Luigi is. I, I want to say the younger brother, even oh, though he really? seems older. I was gonna say older. Sorry, this is why Google exists. Yeah, is Luigi younger than Mario? Luigi is portrayed as the younger twin brother. Okay, twin. Okay. Did you know they were twins? No, man. What? Wow. No way. I feel like that changes everything. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Mario and Luigi are twins. Okay. That's a confirmation. Okay. Well, okay. So I feel like if you say Mario has his midlife crisis at 54, I feel like Luigi would, I'm, and Mario's is lasting four to five years. So his, He's going from 54 yeah. to 59. I feel like Luigi is heavily influenced by Mario. So he's also going to start his midlife mm. crisis at 54. Yes. But he's more observant. So he's going to see the path Mario is going down and drop out of his midlife crisis and go, you know what? Aging's okay. Right. So he's going to start at 54. And I think Mario is doing skateboarding. So he's not going to want to do that <laughs> with him. Right. Right. I think, I think Luigi's passion poetry <laughs> dude Did I that like wouldn't that be a one crisis a though i don't know if that would be a crisis. yeah that's like that's like how he escapes his midlife crisis he discovers poetry. poetry right i feel like i feel like luigi might try like a million different things and none of them fit and he just does that for like six months and <laughs> taking yeah. classes and can never find <laughs> something that fits his personality yeah and then he stumbles upon poetry and he swaps out his L Luigi hat for a beret, a green beret. And he just goes into those nightclubs and he fucking kills it. Oh man. Just like, I don't even know what a Luigi like 
po- what Luigi poetry would sound material, like. Though. He would have great material. The haunted That'd mansions. That'd be a fun thing to write. Yeah. Like Luigi's. Yeah, Nintendo poetry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nintendo poetry from the perspective of each of the characters. Someone needs to write a full like fan fiction of just like Wario's life. Oh, like, give me life is so sad. It's got to be something He's, dark, dude. I have so vi- I have such a vivid image of what his life is. He is in like the dirtiest white wife beater, sitting on like a like one a leather uh, reclining chair in a studio apartment, but not in like somewhere like New York because it's so expensive. He's in like a studio apartment in like Milwaukee, and. <laughs> And all of the light in his house is just coming off the TV, yeah. you know, but he's still wearing his hat. He's in yeah. his underwear in this dirty white beater, but he's still wearing <laughs> his hat because he just can't get away. He just wants to go back to the old days. He's like that. He's just he can't let it go. Can't let it go. This is what we need in the Mario movie, but it's not what we'll get. It's not what we're going to get. They we're not, we're going to get us. such a watered down version of what oh, they could make. God. But yeah, this is what. This is like an as idea. If we if we made videos like Joel Haver or Haver, yeah, we could make a killer video about like about Mario and Luigi, the older years of older years. the Mario characters. Yes, we can That'll write be this such movie. a funny series. We can write this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be a, down to do that. Get a I Mario like Luigi fun. costume and go hang out at our skate park near our middle school. Yeah. No, hey, I'm what you doing? in the kids <laughs> my Come on, I have a lots of money for you <laughs> you do something for me i give you something, <laughs> something. <laughs> move into my house <laughs> yeah we, 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 we make videos, videos. <laughs> that wasn't that was great i feel warmed up and ready to yeah. go all right thank you for listening to that first part of the Ada Newell times Sam Jefferson podcast. Thought I had some great answers, some insight into the differences between Mario and Luigi. I hope you laughed or giggled at least once. And I just wanted to say, check out his music, Aiden Anthony on Spotify. That's Aiden Anthony on Spotify, Aiden Anthony on Instagram as well. Please give him some love. All right, now back to the podcast welcome back everybody to the sunday turnaround being recorded on saturday so it's not actually sunday but welcome back nonetheless we just debriefed mario and luigi's personalities and social lives and futures for a good while and now aiden we are going to transition to music and sports uh for the the next transition i mean they relate so well right Exactly. So for my first question for you, I know you have a brother who is very into music and that definitely, I'm sure, influenced your early years of getting into music and stuff. But I wanted to ask you, what were you drawn to first, if you can remember, music or sports? It's a great question. I've I feel like probably both because my dad's a musician. So I grow up right with that in the house. And also obviously we're big sports family. So both at the same time, I remember I played sports pretty young, but I also made music pretty young. My first song was like a, like a spoof. It was like my dad recorded some chords or something Mm -hmm. and let me sing into this microphone. And I basically just sang the Phineas and Ferb intro. And then I like forgot all the words and then I just went, Mom! Phineas and Ferb! So that was, was my first musical performance. You came out Pretty young. A, I think I did yeah. that like four or five. So definitely they both have a big impact. Definitely. Yeah. No, I'm sure it did happen at similar times. I mean, especially if with your dad yeah. watching sports and also being a musician, that makes sense that it would happen at the same time. Because as a kid, you're just soaking up whatever your parents like. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever your family likes. 
totally. Uh, which is why I think I confused my family when I like asked my dad to come out into the hallway so I could practice all eight different catches in baseball. Whoa. I like categorized eight? every catch it could be. Catch it at my chest, glove right chest. at the chest, glove yeah. above the head, okay. glove 45 degrees to the right of the head. Yeah, then the left glove. Too. What would that be? 145 degrees. I'm, I'm blinking on my degrees. Uh, 40. 100. You could go 45 to the left. Yeah, 45 degrees thing. to the left. Yeah, then like go. that's four. Right below my legs, uh-huh. to the left, to the right for ground balls, and we'd practice uh-huh. that in the hallway. But my dad and my mom both played sports when they were young, but it is not a part of their life at all anymore. Oh, that's so, crazy. I know. I don't really. I guess. I guess I picked it up for my. But um, you were a beast. Like extended. You family. were the best. You were. You you were the best second baseman in fourth stop, grade, but stop it. the thing is, is that there was so much politics involved in that little league. I mean, oh, there was. I have it was I all have, money. I have in, Mill Valley in, Little in League hour. mayhem bullet pointed for something to perhaps return to later in the show because okay, the little yeah, league yeah. we played Let's, in, we'll note it, we'll note was. It absolutely ridiculous it's there's like a lot peak. of dudes who are like really good at baseball who came out of that league though like the how Larsons. many d1 guys do we know who we played against and so played with? many people went to college for baseball from yeah our high school we know so many i know like two or three guys at cal we know jake's at cal poly yeah uh usc another guy at usc i mean there's a, just like it's like a never-ending list of people we knew who played d1 and, and we then we're probably going to go to play minors. We were honorable mentions. And we we were been mentions. on that dang team. Yeah. But yeah, Dylan and Dylan actually oh, yeah, made Dylan because he's from Dylan Russia and he moved from Russia. <laughs> okay, that is That was awesome. Our friend Dylan, who's from or they're Swedish, but he was. Yeah, he but they're from him. He's they're born from San Francisco, here. right? Yeah, he, that's where they yeah. moved from San Francisco to come to our little league, not to come play baseball they just moved to our town mill valley and a rumor started spreading around that dylan's family had moved from russia or somewhere to come to play baseball in mill valley little league this was some crazy rumor spread by the parents on my nationals team uh which is just that just gives you a little taste of like the politics behind everything like why are you analyzing where some like nine or ten year old came just because he's striking all of your kids out yeah, he was uh, so good too. He, was he threw so, so fast. I was so glad he was kid. on my team. Yeah, dude. It, Absurd. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, he threw heat. But uh yeah, no, sports sports and music, even though I feel like they're I don't know, you both you get to be creative in both fields, but I was kind of reflecting yeah. on both of them recently, and I feel like I can be two very different versions of myself whether I'm playing piano or even listening to music versus when I'm going out to play sports and definitely sports specifically, because I think when I play sports, I've noticed there's just, especially recently, I just have a tick that'll happen that we're like, it's like a healthy space for me to be much more competitive and want to win and want to beat another opponent. Um, and so I feel like I can be a lot more competitive and it like actually lets like anger not be used in like a, it shouldn't be used in a way that's like violent at all, of course, but you can just be mm. angry and transfer that into like playing harder or focusing more on the task, which I don't think I get to use anger at all in other aspects of my life in a very healthy manner. Cause I'm just yeah. not that good. I don't know really how to deal with it. So sports allows that to happen. Totally. And then with music, I can just be way more sad. If I want to be sad, I can play like a sad tune on the piano. And then that makes it easier to like feel the feeling. <laughs> you can't <laughs> really be sad. sad and like basketball. Yes. Yeah, That'd be really funny. <laughs> like a really sad basketball. Oh, like, oh man. Yeah. Like a really lazy shot. Like yeah. You already know it's not going. Treble. But yeah. I was going to sort of ask you if you notice that you can like channel different aspects of your personality or yourself in the in the two yeah totally i think they both have important uses in your in my life like i like what you said that it brings out two different sides of you but they're both still me but like 
there, I definitely have two different sides where if when I'm playing football, you know, it's or basketball, whatever, it's a that competitive nature comes out and you want to win, but and it's it's not like constructive really. It's just kind of like a bit of I think it's like ingrained warrior that's mm-hmm. in you, like you want to go battle but this is the way that we can battle and not (laughs) yes it's a healthy actually battle it's a good way to do it so i feel like it's an outlet for like you said kind of that anger or i don't even know if i'd say it's anger though because i'm not really angry when i play but it's something i don't know what it is it's something interesting that's in you that you just gotta that only sports really unlocks definitely there's there's a version of myself and you've seen it a couple times, although albeit like not sports, sport <laughs> more so I, this is very on brand for this episode. Like we were playing rugby in the Mario and Sonic Olympics with our friend. Yeah. Oh and, my God. I, remember this. I, I just started shouting at you like me and James, who's the person I was playing. We are the yeah. best players. We are the best at this game and you guys suck and we're going to win right now. And like when I say that, it's like not even a joke. I'm just genuinely pissed. There's something like that needs yeah. to be fueled. But it Dude, happens it's... in sports too. Sometimes I go play pickup basketball with people and I'll feel like someone shoves me too hard on a rebound. And then suddenly I'm playing defense that is just like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? Like much <laughs> like, more aggressive. Like what just like much more like aggressive and like I am just moving around a lot faster. And then usually yeah. after the game's over, I feel much more ashamed of the fact that I actually got that worked up rather than there's definitely a bit of a disconnect um, there. Yeah. It's I, interesting. I feel like sports is kind of a place for the ego to get out in the healthiest kind of way you can let it out as long as you can let it go at the end. Yes. But I find that too what i play specifically football i feel like i'm never getting angry or shoving people really but i like to like say kind of snarky things yeah like if i throw a really good pass or like if some dude almost comes and gets me and doesn't quite get me i'm like you gotta be a little bit come on on, you were really close yeah yeah and i think that's really fun but it's something about like proving yourself right I don't even know. Just, I guess, an athlete. It's it's just a weird part of our nature. It is. It is strange. Yeah. It's it's definitely something I miss a lot, I think, too. For like sure. I think moving from high school where I was playing soccer in the fall, either for club or for the school, and then I would then switch to playing golf in the, in the later years with you too. Yeah. You're on the practice squad. Although that's like a different outlet than soccer because soccer golf I is more, more like seriously. music almost golf is a little bit more like music. Cause it's also only you like you, you don't yeah. you're like competing against other people, but you only ever feel like you lost like to yourself. Yeah. More that's than true. I never feel people. like I beat somebody else. It's just like, I've had a good round compared right. to me. And that's why I think golf is a really fun, like, it's always fun to go play with friends. Yeah. It's also um, interesting that some people can't do it. Some, not, not skill wise, but me- like emotionally, like they get too angry about it and they like, they just can't get through a round without getting super mad about it. Because but it's I, so I don't, hard too. It's so hard. And not that it, yeah, not that I'm so right. Not nothing like that. No, just I know what like, you're saying. It's I, you don't have to take it so serious. It is an interesting part of golf that I feel like a lot of people don't. A lot of people really want to try to make it basketball, or yeah, football or something, but it's not. You have to accept that on most days as a golfer, you're not going to have that much control of where the ball goes. Totally, <laughs> especially at our level. Me and you both, we played a lot of golf for two years. That two-year span, junior year, senior year Yeah, we played school. a pretty good amount of golf because it was so cheap. I went, five bucks. Yeah, we had the youth great. on course pass, which was great. And I was telling you this, actually, but I went out to golf with my friend James here and uh, his girlfriend and her friend. And uh, their names were Gemma and Julia. And they 
came with us to the golf course and they knew that I played on, I was technically a part of varsity golf at Tam. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I like showed them the photo of me, which you remember, which is like, I have a putter behind my back and yeah. I'm like mean mugging it. Yeah. You're a beast. And I'm in full uniform and our good friend, Stefan Lemmy, his, his mom who did like the Photoshop stuff made me, she made me look like a killer out there on the golf course. I showed them that photo. And then I don't think I hit a golf ball in the air, probably for my first six or seven strokes. They're like, That's how Are it you is, kidding dude. me? Like, come on. I thought you played varsity golf, Sam. Like what's going on here? <laughs> Uh, but the truth is, is that's so just funny. how golf goes. You that is varsity out. golf is the funny thing. Cause also, I was on the practice squad. I can't act like I was yeah, actually on the true. team. We weren't actually, I, I don't say, I wouldn't say that I was on the golf team really. Yes. I, I would always played. say I'm on the practice squad. That's how I always yeah, say it. It's the best way to describe it. But uh, like in, that's like the funny thing about golf is that People don't really know what it looks like to be a good golfer. They just know what it looks like to be one of the best golfers. Same thing, kind of thing with basketball, where people who only just really watch the NBA and NBA guys are sinking like 40%. So you, if you went to play a game with an NBA guy, I mean, obviously, if they were playing against us, they'd kill us. They'd probably shoot 90%. Oh my gosh. But like you watch an NBA game, they're hitting 40% and people watch that and go that's amazing and then they expect us to go shoot 40 percent, and then we can't even do that and that's them yeah. being covered and us having no one on no totally i feel like it's kind of same thing with golf you know like we can't even shoot close to par that's so hard no bogeys are par that's what we always say bogeys are great par bogeys i love playing like that par. if bogey i have golf. a bogey game i really feel so accomplished oh, i feel man. like this was one of my best days of golf we got to go Thanksgiving break coming up. Me and I will you, we for gotta sure go, golf. go golfing Thanksgiving definitely. break. I will definitely go. I will shell out 40 to $50 on a nice day of golf and lunch. Yes. If you're 18 and under, you can go for $5 instead of like $28, $36 or whatever it is for now. Or if you want to go in the morning, it's like 60. Right. It only, it only drops at like four or five in the afternoon. So we would Nobody's play on going. a premier golf course yeah, and just be shit the mucking bed. it up. Yeah, it Someone great. would hit the ball into the sandbar and then they'd be in there for six strokes and then it would take us like four or five minutes to rake it out. We weren't total bums. We had good rounds where it looked like, oh yeah, these guys golf, but there were a lot of rounds like that. <laughs> total <sure>. bums. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we hit a good shot and, uh, you know. Oh, Every now guy. and then we'd hit the yeah. green on hole three oh, first try. Dude. Oh, that hole. I know. No, we'll that be back hole there. That hole is hard. That but, uh, hole is really hard. I do want to get to the music side of things, too. Yeah, I feel like music is like, okay, here's the big difference I feel like with music and sports is when I'm going into sports, I'm going in to be competitive and to prove to try to like be better than others. Yes. Whereas if I'm trying to make music, you have to go in with the complete opposite view if you want to have like make or experience good music you need to go in and try to be as accepting and open as possible or else you're just what are you doing you know like if you go into a song like listening to a song on the radio or whatever your friend shows you a song you're like i'm gonna hate this song he never shows me good songs you're gonna hate (laughs) the song right yeah or if you try to make a song and you're like you're making it with people and everyone youth just have the idea that everyone else's ideas suck. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's such a different approach to be quote unquote, like elite at yes. their respective things. Yeah. No, to be a really good musician. I mean, music is so subjective. It's like already, you don't like people sometimes try to rank rappers. I think it's like the only time yeah. of ranking in the music industry. But other than True. that, you can't rank. I feel like no. it's a really hard thing to rank because everybody likes different stuff. It would be like trying to compare the best athletes of all sports all over the world. Totally. But even like, with well, ranking com- rappers, it's like, it just doesn't translate. Cause the Not funny thing is that it'd be like, it's like trying ranking rappers is like trying to rank 
a bunch of basketball players, but you have no stats. <laughs> you just watch like them there's the no stats. Yeah, it's just the eye test. Like you watch them, you literally get no numbers. There's no score. Yeah. Nothing. So right. you just have to watch and be like, oh, you know what? And then you have to look at like a guy like I don't know, Steve who has like not great stats, Steve Nash, right? Steve Nash, yeah. Steve Nash doesn't have stats where you go like, oh yeah, that guy won two MVPs. Yeah. So you watch Steve Nash play and you're going, Oh, this guy's great. But then if you got the stats up, you'd be like, Oh, this guy's not great. Oh yeah, it's 14 points a game. Eh, yeah, this guy's he's okay, points. I guess. No, totally. You're totally yeah, right. I don't know. They're not okay. very comparable. I feel like they're so different and people people don't really people like to look at them similarly. Right. Like everything's super competitive. Yeah. Yeah, no, and the way in which we were talking about how sports can allow you go there to like, I'm going to win. I'm going to be better. I think music for me, when I go to play, is just like, Oh, okay. Let me get something out that I don't need that. I don't know is something I need to get out or whether like, I feel like for me, music is an outlet for being like, just for fun. It's fun to just noodle around on my keyboard and play fun notes and scales and do things like that. But then also I've noticed in times where I feel like I'm just like had a bad day or I'm not doing so well, I'll just go to my keyboard and play for 15 minutes and then I'll leave the music room. Like at my school, sometimes I do this and now the, my, my piano keyboard in my room, but I'll do that and I'll leave and it'll be like gone. Whatever feeling I walked yeah. in there with has like left me. It's like I was able to play it out. Um, yeah, it's awesome. And you don't have to be good at quote unquote Mm -mm. of course you don't have to be good at music to do that no like i would say i have a very basic understanding of the piano um and a lot of times i'll have an amazing time just playing with my pointer finger and my middle finger on both hands you only need four fingers sometimes you only need four i love that just to have you only need four fingers yeah maybe you need just two that's how i started out playing i would just use just my pointer fingers because it was easier to move them around than anything else yeah i think that's what I, like I that. think is a big difference from like sports and music for me. Of course they're different. That's not what I'm saying. Like, Oh, uh, like are sports and music different, but that's one of the things that I look for in music more as an outlet. I think. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Music really is an outlet for, your, not that sports isn't an outlet for your emotions. Oh, definitely. Cause I, one of the things that I love about sports so much is that it's meditative and you you completely are in the moment in a way that you know you can't really get to that pl- i can't get to that place doing anything else like i've tried yes. taking deep breaths or like just you i just can't get there sitting you know and it's so easy to get to that point doing that like just physical action but not just running for the sake of running or lifting like playing a sport just really just takes you out of everything else and your full focus goes on this and it's like it's amazing do you know when you realized that or when you kind of came to understand like oh maybe this is why Mm -hmm. i like this so much like everything else goes away when i play football or basketball i feel like i realized that pretty recently i feel like Honestly, I feel like I had to stop playing football competitively to kind of realize why I liked it so much. Because to quit something that I've done for so long took a lot of thought. And then I had to think about, like, what do I like about it? Why would I want to keep it in my life versus why should I let it go? So I feel like that, like, maybe like a year or two ago, probably when I realized that that's why I like it so much. Cause it's so easy to go, Oh, you just like to hit people or there's so many easy right. things you can say for why you like something, especially like football. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you, you're, I mean, you are not that we need to get into like awards and whatnot, but you were an amazing quarterback for our school. Yeah. And then you went to play. And I mean, that takes so much work and so many reps and so many drills to like a repeated motion that I'm sure, like, I know of course, then you went to the city college in yeah. um, SF and played there. And so 
I'm sure it definitely took a lot of reflection to be like, oh, okay, this is actually something I might walk away from because I mean, even though I sometimes think about how little, like a lot of my friends here have never seen me play soccer, uh, which feels strange because that used to be, like I don't think I have, I did. I don't <laughs> think I've ever really seen you play in like a game competitively. Yeah. Right. Um, I showed up to your game one time, but you were injured. Yeah. So I just kind of, I, I just Classic. like watched you laughing on the bench <laughs> and I was like, oh, that sounds, that looks fun. We should have brought you <laughs> to the bench, man. The bench. That was a good transition period of my soccer career. I think I did. From... I think I did go up to the bench. I oh, think it was yeah. the end of the, it was like the end of the game. There was a couple minutes left and we walked up to the bench and we kind of waited for the game to end. And it was you joking around with all your guys. And then <laughs> the game ended. We left. We went and hung out. Yeah. I hope I didn't demand yeah. you come to my game if I knew I was injured. No, no. I think it was like, oh, we'll go meet Sam oh, okay, at okay. the end of the game. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come to my game, man. Yeah. I'm going to put up sweet stats. Sweet stats, man. Got a stat pad. No. Um, but it it's definitely a hard thing to walk away from. I've been playing more recently. Even just like being a part of the like ping pong club. Or they call it club table tennis, but I keep calling it ping pong. Because that's what I've always club called table. it. Even that is just good to have just like scheduled time to go compete. That's something I like. Totally. And, and it doesn't need to be something serious. Like ping pong, I think a lot of people wouldn't. Con- it would, it's like a fun thing. But if you can make it that for yourself, then it serves your purpose. Right. Yeah. No, totally. 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 It's good to That's find fun. Great. I was awesome. asking you when you realized it, because the time I realized that sports just made me completely present was when we were playing spike ball over Mm. the summer of quarantine. Yeah. Because I had just been, I was just alone in my room with my thoughts for most of quarantine. So sometimes it would just get, it would just be bad. And I'd have like a lot of negative thought cycles. And then you or someone else invited me to play spike ball one day. Yeah. And we played like three or four rounds. And it was the, like everything else just immediately washed away. And I was just obsessed with getting the ball onto the net and just like passing it back and forth. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is why, this is why I do this. It makes so much sense. Now sports have always sucked me completely into the now. Um, yeah. Like you, I don't think anything else really does it for me. And Mm -hmm. that's why I definitely miss it a lot now that I don't do it as much. Totally. And, and if I go like time without doing it, I notice a change in my, own energy and emotions like i'll be more down or something and then the moment i start doing that again and like a flag football league starts or whatever it is i go play pickup with some friends like all of that just goes away it's like some it's like a it's like a chemical thing in my body it is it's like something you need to go do and it's I feel like it just comes from sports. Like working out just doesn't quite do it for me either. Even though it's something good and I need, I like, it's good to do. Yeah, of course. But sports really do it. Yeah. No, that I can relate to that. Cause I have gone through periods where I have gone to the gym or never, I always crack past a month, like a month and a half. Yeah. Be me like, too. All right, I crack. We're, we're done. And I think it's because exercise was always a fun outlet for me to be around people and with the gym oftentimes i would go by myself and yeah also (laughs) weights would just always be kind of hard on my joints (laughs) so eventually it was just like no no i hear you i need something else it needs to be something more active but you're totally right like the motivation to go to the gym like i don't care i don't like want the super gym guy body i don't yes. like i just don't i'm never gonna put in the years of work that it takes to achieve that so i'd rather just feel fit yes and like eat good and like be be active and like work out like in my room and shit but i'm like i'm just probably not really gonna go to the gym and devote like 10 hours of my time to the gym yeah and like, I think that should be more like popularized too, especially amongst yeah. like for dudes, because I think a lot yeah. of 
stuff for guys is like, oh, okay, you want to get in shape? Here's a regimen where you work out like four, three to four times a week and you eat this set of like amount of protein and for your body weight. And that this supplement works will too, help you. is the thing. But it, do you want that? Yeah, it's true. It's not, sorry, I don't mean to be like negative because I actually have no, a lot no, of no. respect. No, 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 I totally hear what you're saying, dude. It's difficult to do. To it's just, do you like, I'm not going to do something I don't want to do. So if you want to do it, then that's a great thing to go do. No, totally. Yeah. And I think it would be better if it was more normalized. Just go do what you like. If you like running, go run. If you like playing basketball, yeah. go play basketball. Mm-hmm. If you like ice skating, go freaking ice skate as mm-hmm. much as you can. Um, and that can be your outlet. Yeah. Definitely. And, and- when you're doing that stuff, like you're training to do that stuff more. So if you're playing basketball all the time, you're just, you're, you're not just like skill wise, but your body's getting better at doing things that are good for basketball. Right. But if you're just lifting weights all the time, like you said, like you can mess up your joints and your muscles could get really strong, but your ligaments and your tendons could not get strong. And then you're actually like kind of worse off in an athletic set. So I think that's another thing is a lot of people's bodies respond differently to the gym. Yeah. I think lifting weights is not good for my body compared to doing like calisthenic uh, yeah. exercises. I'm also granted. I've never like, I would say fully devoted two or three months to working out. So I'm yeah. sure there's a hump you have to get over to with the gym, but it, I never would leave the gym with my body feeling really good. But I'd always hear other people talking about having like a workout high after they went to the gym. And I'd be like, I get that when I yeah. run. I'll get that when I go play soccer or basketball. Um, but I do not get that when I go and lift weights. Like my body will almost yeah. feel more run down sometimes. Um, yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's probably a combination of like what workouts you're doing and then like getting the right form i guess i don't even know it just might not be for you and that's okay like who cares yeah no totally yeah and it took me a little while to kind of just get to that point where i was like oh i want to exercise it does not have to be at the gym i can go do other things running Uh, is like phenomenal running running is not good for me though because my knees are terrible yeah so uh, every time i start running again i can feel my knees starting to get like tighter and hurt a little bit more yeah so I got to figure out a different way to do Biking. cardio more often. Biking's a nice way. Biking's oh, yeah. nice Biking on the knees, but still I works. It. I, like I feel like LA is like awful to bike in. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to bike here. Right. There's cars everywhere. I'm gonna get hit by a car. Have heavily trafficked. Yeah. Definitely. Dude. I also Biking's thought that I would want to have a bike if I ever lived in New York city, but after my most recent visit to our friend Nate, oh yeah, I was just thinking there's no way I could bike in this city. I would get hurt. It's so yeah. busy, man. It's really busy. Um, it's almost more like you have to be more aware almost than when you're in a car. Definitely. When you're biking in the city. Cause I don't know something because you do have to deal with cars and you're kind of in the cars space. Like it's their area, you're riding in the road. So that's one thing already. And then you got these people walking around and I don't know. I feel like no, I feel like I'd right. probably crash quite a bit on the book. <laughs> we would that would be like a weekly conversation for us if we yeah, ever dude. live in New York City on bikes. Oh yeah, no, I ran into the coffee shop again. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many cars. I ran into up. Elmo in Times Square. Elmo in Times Square. Yeah. No, exactly. It hates me. You can't go on autopilot bike mode. Uh uh-uh. uh. I've tried, and then there'll be a moment where I have to snap out of it and I think about all the decisions I've made in my life leading up to it because it was almost just ended. Because I was just spacing out, going no yeah, hands, dude. listening to music. I've done relaxing that on my bike. Oh yeah. my gosh. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, when you like have you ever done this driving? Like you're driving and you hit like this turn. And you're kind of spacing out driving, like you're not super aware, but you're in a, like, like a low, there's not really people around. It's not like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yes. And you hit this turn and you start turning, but you're not quite turning enough. So you start drifting into the like opposite lane, yeah. but there's nobody there and you catch it. And <sighs> thankfully nobody was there. But if there was somebody there, you'd be in an yes. accident. 
I have had that. I've done that before. Gosh. I feel like everybody has. It's just something that, like. No, driving is scary. I'm an aloof driver, too, man. I space out so much. Like, when I go to hang out with somebody, you've probably experienced this. I know I have less than a minute, so I'll I'll say this really quickly. Uh, I will just drive to the wrong place. I need someone (laughs) at all times (laughs) to be telling me, no, take a right here, Sam. No, no, no. Now take a left. Because I will just, I will drive us into the wrong city if you don't tell it's me. So I get so funny. lost in talking. It's great. Uh, I do the same thing. I get, I'm gonna, I'm a distracted driver. If there's a lot of fun stuff going on in the car, I'm not the best person right. driving because I want to be more involved in the conversation than I do with driving. Yeah. So I either have to disconnect from the conversation and just drive, or the opposite and not be the driver. Hey there again. That was probably pretty abrupt. Sorry to interrupt your listening. We're taking a quick break from the conversation here again. Just want to mention that Aiden's music is out on Spotify, Apple Music, all platforms under Aiden Anthony. That's Aiden Anthony spelled A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. You can also find him on Instagram at underscore Aiden Anthony. Please Go check out his new single, Sober, his most recent EP, In Transition. Both such, he's just, he's a talented guy, as you could tell from the intro song. We also have an unreleased single from him, Don't Wake Up the Baby, at the end of this podcast. So listen through, okay? Or if you're so eager to listen to it, at least listen to the end of it. So you can get this new single in your eardrums. All right, enough of me jibber-jabbing. Back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, and we're back. We're you back. You are still listening to the Sunday Turnaround. Mm-hmm. I am Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on making it this far. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I know, incredible stuff. Uh, I am still here with the man, the myth, the legend, Aiden Newell. <laughs> Um, we've covered a lot of topics. We've covered Mario and Luigi, midlife crisis. We've covered what we get out of music and sports. We were just talking about driving, which I could go for another 30 minutes about aloof driving stories <laughs> yeah. myself. I, yeah, one could. time on my way to a dermatologist appointment, stopped at a green light. I had two cars go around me because I was still stuck. Oh my God. I was also singing the ABCs to myself while this was happening. No way. I was like, really, really just like, I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds so good together. Like, they're all different notes. (laughs) And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I I had like an overwash of shame like come over me and I started driving. I was like, I need to get away from these people behind me. I can't have them see my face. And I took a right onto a one way. I was going the other way of cars no. like 35 miles an hour and I steered as fast as I could towards the curb and I made it out alive. Uh, wow. But not without like 20 different honks from several different cars. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that is, that's quite the story. I, I, it's a, I, I love to drive and I love to drive people, which can be an issue because um, you know, I've never <laughs> crashed with anybody in the car. Never had a that's crash. Great. That was my fault, but it's definitely because of a lot of luck involved there's um, a lot of luck yeah you're That's a very okay. safe driver though i always feel very by myself very safe. i feel like i'm one of the best drivers and then with like one per each person you add i get a little bit worse and if i go <laughs> full car with like all my friends it's just like i have to i just there's a certain point where i just have to take myself out of the conversation and just drive and just drive and that's always sad yeah, yeah it kind of stinks too. I, I can't really be that. fully in it. That's no, okay, definitely. though. Better I, to not die. You've been <laughs> better to not die. <laughs> you've been you've been in my vehicle, the van um, uh-huh. that is my dad's. Um, and you know that when I'm driving the car and there's like seven people, you really want to be in the back because that's where the party happens. You got the table. The party's in the back, yeah. The party's in the back. And that reverse seat really is the best seat because you, you can see everything. everyone. Yeah, no, you face perfect. everybody. And what happens If only now, there was that second reverse seat still. I know. The painter. Uh, the painter took it yeah. and sold it to us. But what happens a lot is when I drive with people places, 
like people i get it people want to be in the back but then i'll it'll be a thing where suddenly i'm playing uber and i'm yeah. in the front and, and there's nobody the back with and nobody's yeah. with me i'm like come on man bring yeah. someone up to the passenger seat someone's got to be up there i always know the real homies the real homies come up to the front they're like yeah no, i know man i got you I'll you got to fill the front you. and then go to the back you can't yeah, just have yeah. an empty front seat right 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 that's messed so. up even in like even in in the Eurovan, it's a difficult dynamic because it is so back central. It's a horrendous three-person car. It's, it, it's the worst three-person car. You can't go somewhere with three people in that uh-uh. car. Because either they're facing you and they're super far away yeah. or they're turned around and right <laughs> behind you. Really weird. Yeah, and then all of the, like them speaking just goes the opposite way. Yeah, three. or you just have to break your neck. Right, <laughs> crane over to say, well, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a tough one, but yeah, I I think we've we've covered a lot here. I want to wrap us up mm-hmm. with a final question for you, okay? Which is going to be it might be one I've asked you before, actually, but I was gonna say if you could get dinner with any person tonight, wow, any person, where would you go for dinner? And who would you invite to join you to dine? Do I only get one person? You can, if you want to, you can do two. Yeah, you can definitely do two. Okay. If I could go anywhere with anybody, I think, you know, I think I'd take you and Nate and we're going to Italy. (laughs) Oh having a beautiful dinner in Florence. Oh my! Oh yeah, gosh. with charcuterie boards, oh. and pizza, and spaghetti. A little bit of an upgrade from Noodles. the charcuterie board. Oh my we had god! Yeah. In New York City, getting pasta and pasta. Yeah, That's we're living so like kings over there. We're getting a beautiful dinner over there. How fun would that be right now? I'm honored, dude. I dude, would. I wish that, be that was my night. I wish yeah, that I know, was my right? night. One in in two years when we're out of school, Woo. Italy, Italy, baby, <laughs> Italy, <laughs> Italy. That's where we're going <laughs> to meet. <laughs> then that's where we can really meet. We can, we can start meeting Mario's and Luigi's, dude. Not oh just the cartoon versions. Just I could be people. Mario for Halloween, dude. With your stash, yeah, you should, man. I hate Halloween though. Halloween's the worst holiday of the year. Yeah. I will stand by that. Name a worse holiday than Halloween. Halloween. Or better, or yeah, I guess worse. I've started to come around a little bit on Halloween. I can't lie. Really? No. I know we share the the Halloween's all about who you're with. It is. It's true. That's that's what I started to accept is that you do not have to go crazy. Halloween yeah. and go out every night. You can see, yeah, see balance kind of social Halloween. gathering one night with then another, like, oh, we're gonna chill, have people over, and yeah. just like watch a good Halloween movie. Because the pressure of Halloween, I'm totally against. That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess New Year's kind of has a similar thing, but Halloween has the weekend. It's a whole Thing. And it's the week build up to it's the build up. That's the problem. You set these expectations and then it falls flat. It never meets expectations unless you're a kid. Oh, and it's just free candy, trick or treating. It goes from yeah, the best I mean, holiday. Yeah, it really it was, is. It's it was the it's best age specific. The and it it gets, I think it got high school is like the worst time for Halloween. Unless you want to do mischief. Right. And like fuck with the people in your town, which could be fun. But <laughs> and in college, it gets a little doing. better. And then I think post-college, it just gets worse and worse until you have kids. And then you have to provide the candy. That's fine. Because you have grown up money. And then you can go get the king-sized candy bars. You can Yo, be I that might... house. Imagine being that guy. The king size. How cool that would be. Your king size guy. I think I'm people gonna... from all neighborhoods from like 30 minutes away are coming they to you because you know they know that you got the king size. You're the guy with the full size candy bars. Now I just want to trick or treat, man. I don't even want to go out. It'd be sweet, but nobody's giving us candy. 
We could just become raiders, though. We find the people who are That'd too lazy fun. to answer the door. See, they want to enjoy their Halloween oh, too inside, yeah. and we steal all the bowls. We Ooh, dump the, them in. Yeah, the but we leave the candy. Oh, yeah, we leave the candy on the ground. We take the bowl. <laughs> yeah, we we'll just take stock the bowl, up on fruit bowls, man. Yes, A good amount of fruit bowls, oh cauldrons, yes. drainers. Yes. I don't know if people. No, people never put candy out in a drainer. That's a pretend scenario. That would be really that. funny. <laughs> That's it, though, dude. We steal the bowls. Yeah. I would love to do Halloween with some of the boys and just go on like a classic ding-dong ditch night. Just fool. And just like hit up. In, dude, in the valley, we know the houses that call the cops. You have to avoid. Do you remember We this? have a stingy Where, town, did you, man. Did you come with us? Were you with that group when we did this? And we would like, we would. this was like was a routine we did for like a month. No. I don't think it so. It was like. It's okay if I say the names. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> no one's going to come get you. Yeah, nobody's getting us. Okay. So, it was like around the time when it was like me and Mikey and Max Jones. Yeah. And Aiden Forbes. It was an interesting group that like just assembled for like a month <laughs> or a month and a half or something. And we would get together on the weekends and go <laughs> ding dong ditch these houses around Mikey's house in his neighborhood. And there were two houses that were the most fun to do. We would hit a lot of them, but there were two that were the most fun. And one was an old guy that would come out of the house and patrol in his Prius. Oh, no. Around to the look neighborhood. For, to look that for makes us. it so fun. Yeah. So that he wouldn't so... he wouldn't call the cops. So it was fairly low stakes. But we would just be like hiding in bushes, like watching them oh, drive my by. Gosh, man. It's like they're like moving from bush to bush. It was so much fun. And then another house would just straight up call the cops. So we'd ding-dong ditch him, run across the street, hide in the other house's front yard behind their fence so that nobody could see. Stakes are high then. Stakes were so high. I remember one time we were stuck there because there were cops at the house and we were behind the fence and we couldn't run or go anywhere. We just had to stay hidden. And we did and we got out. This is so our town. Yeah, because the there's nothing to do ever. and there's nothing for the cops to do. So, yeah, let's go get so these teenagers for, for Ding Dong. But ding we dong never got ditching. caught. And it's it was like so we... fun. There was such low stakes. Because even if we did caught, like, what are they doing? Yeah. No, 100%. The Mill Valley, the Mill Valley heydays of middle school yeah. were incredible. But I look forward to our Italy dinner. Now, whatever it will dinner, happen, dude. it'll happen at a time and place, maybe far in the future. Yeah, honestly, it didn't. It doesn't really matter if it was in Italy, dude. I'd be hyped to go to to dinner anywhere with you guys. It'd be so great. Thank you for coming <laughs> on the show. Yeah, dude. No <laughs> to problem. wrap up here, thank you for yeah. having me on the the esteemed Sunday turnaround. Oh, I mean, esteemed. Everybody uh, from here to Timbuktu has heard of the Sunday turnaround. Oh man, yeah, we're global. We actually yeah. had a listener from uh, Israel and Peru. Okay, shout out those guys. Year. If you are from Israel or Peru or any foreign country, if you're not from America or even if you're not in America right now, shout out to you. Shout out to you. If you're in another state besides Vermont or California, California. shout out to you. Shout out I mean, to we got to praise those loyal fans yeah. because loyal man. Loyal loyal. Yeah. Listen in from all over, but all if over. Any of you want to check out some of Aiden's music. Oh yeah. You can check out Aiden Anthony on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Go go give it a listen. He's got his most yeah. recent single, Sober, is great. Add that. Add uh, it. Yeah. Go to his EP um called In Transition. Uh-huh. Definitely listen to those songs. They're great. New music coming soon. If you really know me well, you can maybe ask me for it? Aiden's song don't wake up the baby oh yeah dude um, that is that's probably the best I can, song i've ever made i can ask woman. aiden if it's okay for me to play it for release you. it sam put it out release it put oh it i out. will i will do it give it to as many people as you want be careful it's yours i will can i fade it out yeah dude From you here? can use that for the intermission music or the intro also if you the- want me to make a jingle or an intro oh. song or something for any of your podcasts, 100%. let me know and I got you. 100%. All right. 100%. Well, All right, thank you so sure, much dude. for coming on the show. Again, thank you for dude. having me. And I'll, I'll talk, talk to you, you soon, dude. Yes. Thank you for listening 
to the Sunday Turnaround. If you want more updates, check out SJ Radio. That's with a zero at the end on Instagram. Here's Aiden Newell's Don't Wake Up the Baby. Don't wake up the baby. Just grow.